Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? It's so good to see so many people in this space. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world. And welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is another example of how Web3 is shifting the paradigm about what is possible for future generations. As a 17-year-old, today's guest has been able to share his art with the world and has created a narrative around what is possible in Web3 regardless of age when you have talent and grit. With over 21,000 Twitter followers, this 3D and digital artist has found a niche for creating extremely surreal and beautiful landscapes. He started graphic design work at the age of 11 and is highly regarded as one of the best in his craft in the entire field regardless of age. Over 10 of his one-of-one pieces on Super Rare have sold for between twenty dollars and $30,000 each just this year. It's my honor to share the stage with another young pioneer in the space, Justin Graphics. What's going on, Justin? Hey, what's up? It's a, it's awesome. It's an honor to have you on the show. Um, it's just so cool to see. We had Logan on the show yesterday, and to see the the young Gen Z showing showing up and making a splash, and just showing what's possible in Web three, regardless of your age, it's got to be such a surreal feeling. It's got to feel pretty good. It is. <laughs> You know, one thing, before we get started, I always ask the same question. So I'm going to just start off with that. And I just want to hear your journey. How did you, being a young kid, how did you even get into uh, the crypto scene or the NFT scene? And just talk to us a little bit about your journey, as well as maybe inter, uh, interweaving in there, talking about, you know, how your parents felt about it. Because a lot of times, uh, when you're still at home, you've got to kind of get the approval and make sure that's okay with them. So just talk to us about your whole journey journey uh so i think i got i got into art like art in general um not graphic design stuff like that uh last year uh, and that's when i started my 3d journey like my, like doing 3d and stuff uh i got into nfts around that time as well um through my friend etienne uh kraus and uh then loopify as well because they were from the same call of duty like community that we were in and he introduced me to it all and then i met Merkpin who, joined, uh, who invited me to a group chat and met Parrot and then he like sent me some F to like start like my uh, NFT journey and uh, I minted my first piece and then sold it for 180 bucks uh, around like September of last year I think um, and then yeah I just went on from there pretty much. <laughs> It's uh, it's insane to me, one, that you're just like how you were connected to Loopify and that Loopify was just a gamer too and just like talking to his friends online about what he's doing. I actually had never heard that, but I uh, heard that like uh, iteration of his story and how it interconnected. It seems like everyone in this space, though, 
they're connected to someone else because we're so early and we're it's still so uh, this movement is so young that it's like we all are connected to legends in one way or another in the space. Talk to me a little bit about, so was Lupify, he was just a guy playing uh, with you, like he was in one of your groups, and um, talk to me a little bit more about your journey and kind of that conversation you had at the beginning about like this guy just telling you, hey, you need to look into this. Uh, All right, Uh, it was pretty funny, like um, Lupify was like a Call of Duty graphic designer like I, I I was at the time as well. And so I didn't, I wasn't like in the same team as him or anything, but we were like in a giant community, like Call of Duty community. And, you know, he'd post his, his post his header for somebody and I'd, I'd share it and everything. And then we'd talk, we were friends and everything. And then, uh, I, he got into NFTs, I think, yeah, roughly when I did and everything. And then he started posting like, um, uh, he did like a little, um, uh, what's it called? Um, like stories or whatever, mm-hmm. of how to do something like how to, or like, what is NFT? What is an NFT and stuff like that? And I, I messaged him like, "Yo, what is this?" And then uh, he sent me the link, and I was reading it and everything. And then I asked him a few more questions, and then he started a group. I think I don't remember what it was called, but I, I joined the group, whatever. And it was a bunch of crypto, like new to crypto artists, mm-hmm. and uh, we were just chilling in the group and everything. And he was giving us pointers, and we were just like. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so it, tell me, so you started off and you went ahead and you joined, um, you're like, okay, I want to try to post something, I'll see if I can sell. Uh, and so talk to me a little bit about that journey, how you kind of evolved into what platforms you used and uh, where you were selling things from the beginning to today. Yeah, so I started on Rarible um, because it was like it was free and easy and I had a friend that was on um, uh the rareable team and he got me like verified on rareable so i could like post and everything and i dropped one of my like favorite old 2d pieces which is dissection uh the eyeball one that i did um very very old i did that like last year um and that was a part 3d that was like one of my first 3d half 3d and half 2d pieces um and i just i wanted to see what was going to happen and uh all my all my people in the group chat and everything were, all, were so supportive and were just like sharing it up and then um once that started going pranks he came in and bought like all of them because i did a I, it was a multi-edition series so it was like 15 i think and he bought like all, all of them pretty much uh and then that was that was good and then i i started minting a few more pieces that from that series and um those were sell- kind of selling um and then Loopify actually came in and bought them all out. Uh, <laughs> so I think he has he has a bunch of those still. I think he sold resold a few of them for like adult, like quadruple the price or something like that. Um, and then um, I think I applied to Super Rare three times, two times, two or three times total. Um, uh, I think September or October when I when I sold my first piece, I applied with those pieces. And then um, December I applied, and then January I applied. And then I didn't hear anything back all three of those times. And then at the end of January, um, I got a DM from Anne and she just like, we love your work. Cause that was when I started my Dunescapes 2 series and she loved those and wanted me to get me in on the site. So that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then from Super Rare, it's just like that. That was like as soon as you were on Super Rare, it kind of took off, and it's it's crazy to see too just your journey because, I mean, you were interacting with um, 
the original market makers in the scene when you talk about like uh, Pranksy and Lupify, they're the ones that Pranksy is one of the main guys that not only created the market for punks, but also created a market for Bored Apes because he had bought so many of both of those and then just slowly released the supply back at higher rates over time. And so it's just interesting to see the evolution of how the space has happened, even in just a year. But it also goes to show how important it is to interact in the community and to show, you know, working with people that are in, um, that are working together, that are trying to build uh, this next wave of innovation that we're all kind of watching. And so it's just so cool to hear your story because that you were involved in the very early days. Even I wasn't aware that you were selling on Rarebowl in uh, September of last year. That's insane. I mean, that's kind of when my journey started. Unfortunately, I bought a lot of the wrong things and lost a lot of money because <laughs> it was just like there was even more of the Wild West back then with uh, rare everyone just selling stuff on Rarebowl. But I love hearing just your journey because it reminds me, it kind of takes me back to those days where it was such a small, tight-knit community what has it felt like you know from basically knowing everyone in the space just a year and a half ago to now you know just the space becoming so big and so many huge collectors piling in throughout the last year uh what has it been like and how how have you kind of handled um dealing with this this like growth so rapidly from selling pieces for just a hundred bucks and being probably super stoked about that to now seeing like every piece you post on super rare selling for over twenty thousand dollars um i really i mean it's it's nice but i like the uh so like whenever i sell a piece i always message the collector and say like hey thank you so much and then i like i contact i were like talking for a long time and then i like create a connection there and then um, it's, that's, I really love that. That's more than the money. I really don't, the money's nice. Cause now I can like, you know, I can actually make a living off this. I think, I hope so. Um, and that would be awesome. Uh, but I really like the connections I can make with people through, you know, crypto and like this whole community. I love it. And tell me a little bit about how your parents, because there's probably a lot of kids that um, listen. I know that there's a lot of parents that listen to this show too. And so I'm curious what your parents, how their support uh, was, if they didn't even know until you were farther down the rabbit hole. Tell us a little bit about your journey with them in in all of this. Um, (laughs) That's a funny story. Uh, so when I sold my first foot piece for 180, I didn't really say anything. Um, I just, ha- I had, I had my MetaMask set up and everything. So I had, I had the money just in my MetaMask, but I didn't like tell my parents or anything until I sold a few more pieces on Rarible. And I'm like, yo, I got like $400 just sitting in here. They're like, wait, what? Um, and so then that, like, then they were just like, uh, how and what, and you know, whatever. And he's like, um, and then I finally, I convinced him like, Hey, you know, we could actually like do something. So he could, my dad made a Coinbase connected it so we can like transfer some out. Um, and then we did that. And then when I got on a super rare, uh, I think my first piece that I minted didn't sell. Um, my second one sold for 1.5 ETH. Um, and that one was the big one. That was like, I think at the time that was like 2000 something. And my dad was freaking out. <laughs> and then, um, I had that, and then my first one, um, I was just, it was like freaking like 1 a.m. on a school night, and uh, one or two on the school night, and uh, I get a, 
like I'm talking in a group, my three, I have a 3D group chat that I made with a bunch of 3D artists that I started and uh, Ness is in there and he was just messaging, he like messaged in the group chat, yo, check your super rare. And I was like, wait, what? And then I look at my super rare and illustrator bid like 3.3 ETH or something on my first, my Genesis piece on super rare. And that was like 6K at the time. And keep in mind, it's one or two in the morning. And I literally started screaming and (laughs) my parents like, what's going on? And then I like showed my dad, and he's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> it's amazing that they were so supportive from the very beginning and trying to help uh, figure out. You know, it's uh, it's always kind of a challenge, and it sounds like um, I forget who you said sent you some ETH so that you could kind of get things set up. But that that uh, yeah, that was Parrot. That was his Parrot. Yeah, and yeah. He, that's such an awesome thing and a cool story. Just because, like, just being able to have that. Uh, amount to kind of get a gas get your gas fee covered and then to really be able to show your parents be like look at all like what i've been able to do it's uh it's such a cool thing um and just that you're you were able to make those connections with friends that could help you and then you're able to help um you know explain this to your parents now i'm I'm sure they've become much more curious since uh the beginning too and i'm sure that you also you know from being able to make this money coming you know just like crazy amounts of money that's starting to flow in i'm sure it's made you more curious about okay what is this like what is this crypto what is this nft stuff tell me a little bit about your journey about like understanding what crypto and nfts really are all about and um beyond just like putting art up and it just selling like when did you really under start to get what web3 was and kind of like the future of it and where do you see that heading um that's a difficult question. I, I kind of just like did a lot of research. It's just Google searching. What is this? What is that? Loopify helped me out a bit on that. Um, and then I was also, I like, before I actually like minted my first piece, I was like, you know, uh, watching from afar for like two or three months during the summer there. Um, just like watching what people were doing kind of thing. And, uh, like trying to get, like, understand how it works and everything. Um, I think there's a lot to get like this. I mean, this is like, um, this could be like big. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably become clear like this as the space has grown, you've seen so many more collectors probably coming in and you're interacting, you're growing to like your personal account. Um, I'm curious as you continue to grow and you continue to like meet new people in the space, what are some of the things that you're most excited about as an artist in the space? Are you still, is it mainly still just being able to put out the like one of ones, uh, that you really you really love doing or do you start thinking about you know uh like the metaverse and what you can do there and how you can start to explore other mediums maybe that you haven't explored yet in terms of your growth as you like kind of move forward in the next year um i certainly have some plans uh after i graduate because i'll have a lot of time to work on things um with the metaverse and uh you know so you're going to leave it at that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no worries. You know, that's a it's it's exciting that you're thinking about, you know, like the the metaverse and what you want to do there because you're 
the landscapes that you do, it's just like they're so they look so real, and it's like they really draw you in. I, I, it really blows my mind too that you know you've been doing this since an early age before NFTs. Like what uh, what kind of kept you driven to do this? Were you still making little like were you still making money on the side um, from doing the banners from the video games? Tell us a little bit about like how you know you you had this passion, but how you kind of were inspired to keep it moving and keep growing in it as well um so i i uh i've always been like kind of artistic um i've also i've done photography as well um and like back when i my, my dad's got the picture uh from back in like when i was like three months old or something like that i got me making a sphere on 3d studio max on the old old computer um <laughs> and uh you know i just i it's fun to me to like create stuff and then, um, you know, have people be like, Oh my gosh, that is so sick. And then they have like a connection to it kind of, that's why I, I, I don't like telling a story or why well, I, I tell a story through it, but I don't like saying the story of my piece. Um, I like having the people that are looking at it, get a story from what they're looking at and their own personal story, like connection. Um, that's what makes me keep going. Cause I, I that's like, awesome yeah and i think um it's cool to hear you say that because i think a lot of artists they're like what when when uh someone asks an artist like what are you portraying in this and it's like every single uh, most artists are like well it's like what do you see in it and it's so beautiful it's like that's a cool outlook just to be able to have people explore your art and every it could mean something different to every single person exactly yeah so because of, um, I'm curious because you were a big gamer. I know in uh, Lupify also is still in the space and he's, he's like one of, uh, the big influencers now. Tell me a little bit about like, uh, when you were obviously starting to make this transition, do you still do a lot of gaming? Do you play a lot of games or is most of your time now focused on, on kind of web three and developing your art? Um, I, so I have soccer school and art to do focus on right now. Um, so I've, I've been busy on school and soccer. That's why I haven't like been posting like new pieces much. And uh, plus I've been like on the side, I have a few hours every like week to work on some artwork uh, for my upcoming thing that I cannot say yet. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, um, but when I graduate, I'll be literally just focusing on art and probably soccer as well so i love that you're talking about all the activities you're in i think it's really important like it's uh you've you're obviously balancing this with still other passions that you have and it's really important to continue to do things you love and because that's what web3 is all about it's about like unlocking this opportunity for you to be able to uh and for anyone but especially like younger generations it doesn't if it starts to feel like that stress and that you're constantly feeling pressure and that you never know you know like that's like the old legacy system and what we're used to and so uh it's it's exciting to me to hear that you know even if you're not able to post and do art every day that you're still focused on things that you really enjoy doing or that are important to you and so i think that's that's um something that a lot of other people in Gen Z coming into the space need to hear what are some of the biggest lessons that you feel like you can give to someone else that's younger that's starting to get in the space I know that Jasty has already told me that 
you were a big influence on him joining the space and he always had looked up to your art. What are some of the other, like as you, as you hear more stories of like these younger artists coming in, looking up to you, what are some of the things that you uh, feel like you could tell them about your journey, things that you've done well, things that you think you could do differently to make someone have a better experience in the space? Um, before that, I just want to go back to what we were saying before, uh, like whenever I feel stressed out and I'm like, I don't, I like, I'm stuck on a piece, like, um, on maybe the sky or something like that, I'll literally just go play rocket league or, um, like other video games to just like relax. And then I'll come back to it in a day or a few days later. I love that. That's so Um, important. It's so important to have an outlet. And I think some people don't have that. And that's when it, you know, it turns into, a lot of people start talking about the, you know, mental health in this space. And it's something that we've got to try to combat and find ways to, to check out or rejuvenate. And so that's, that's awesome hearing that you already have found that outlet because you already were a big gamer before. Yeah. Um, and then for what you said again, can you repeat that? Um, I was, I wanted you to just chat a little bit about, um, when you have young, you see all these young artists come in the space, uh, as a young artist yourself, what are some things that you've learned through your journey that you can help others understand that maybe looking up to you, things that you've done well, or things that you think, um, that, that you would pass on to them to do. And then other things that maybe you haven't done well that you, you would tell them so that they don't make the same mistakes. Um, I think I'd say, uh, like, don't try to change your style or your art style or whatever to something that's selling if you're not selling. Um, just keep posting and go through it. I mean, I mean, I haven't had a sale in, like, a long time, but I'm still posting. I'm still, you know, I'm still working on the artwork because, you know, it's, uh, it's more about the art. Um, and, yeah, I mean, more about the art. That's kind of what I have to say. Um, and then, you know, just, like, meet new people, interact with them, try to get to know them and make the connections because with connections, you know, there's big things that can happen. Yeah, and one thing that I love that you said, um, because this is not just a lesson for Gen Z or youth, but something that I think even adults, even people in this room probably feels like sometimes you feel like you want to do something in this space that you need to be um, like building uh and honestly one of the best things that i feel like i've done in the space and what i just heard you say is just like trying to make connections and get to know people and help share you know your story with them but also just take time to get to know people authentically because uh, as you grow um and as other people grow those are the same people that if they take off before you those are the same people that can help you out along your journey and so i think one of the most important things i've talked about on this show is like never never just look up at the people doing amazing things and wish you're doing that like look around you because there's a lot of other people on the same you know in the same journey just like it's parrot or some of those guys that you started with like their journey uh, was you know just starting as well some of them and now you've grown with them but when you have kind of a community to grow with that's so important because then you feel like you're not like on this lonely island yeah um Oh, I had something I was going to say. I forgot. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, and um, I'd say this for everybody, really, um, not just Gen Z, but I've seen so many, like, uh, like put your NFT below or something like tweets and everything, 
and literally everyone will just link it and i that that just doesn't make sense because i feel like you should introduce yourself and your artwork and then have a link or just the image or, or video whatever it is and then if they're interested then you can link it to them I, that just makes more sense to me and i don't like if i were to tweet that out and then i just got links i don't know i, I wanted to get to know the person first kind of and I think that shows why you are in the position you've been in, why you've been successful is because you understand the human element of um, just anything in life. But I mean, that's what's really important about this new like Web3 is that if we are focused on just ourselves, uh, we're never end up doing as well. And I feel like that we've seen that. Um, I'm sure you've seen, you know, people that just go and they shill themselves or they get mad and then talk badly about others because they're not doing well. And it's just like the, the egos have to be put to the side if you're going to be successful in this community. Yeah, completely agree there. Have you um, have you ever had someone that you were close with or someone in real life that has asked you or like that you've helped mentor in the space? Uh, so at school, um, now people know, but like back, um, like when I first started and then literally the first half of this like year, pretty much, um, literally no one knew what I was doing. I was like, I ghosted people on everything. I was just focused on this. I didn't really focus much on school last year. Um, and I was just focused on artwork and everything. And, uh, so there were only a f- like two or three people from like IRL that I know that I had like gotten, gotten into this space, um, uh, like early last, early this year. And, um, then about now, a lot of people at my school know, and I've gotten a bunch more asking me questions every day, <laughs> a New York times article and started like. and uh, in class and everyone was like wait what yeah i've talked to some other young artists that are in the same position it's a hard spot because one like if they if everyone knows uh, the first thing people think about when they come to the space is money so they they look at you know your sales or they're like all of a sudden you're like the celebrity just because your piece is sold for a certain amount but that's not what it's all about to you just like you said at the beginning it's a it's more about like putting your art out, putting your passion out, and then the rest kind of follows. And I think that people in the space, they see, like like you said, like your high school teacher sees you in a Time Magazine article, and now everyone's super excited or they want to know, they want to like get to know what you're doing because maybe they want to copy or they want to get in on it. But in reality, like if your journey wasn't, you know, authentic and organic, it, you would have never ended up in this position you're in today. So, uh, I mean, what do you say? when when people start to find out like what is the what's your response what do you do like what are some of the things that you talk to them about if they're really interested in getting involved in it um so like one of my teachers actually said i've i've made a lot of money off of it and so like a few people from that class asked me about it and uh i i mean they they like they just sent me like a few pictures of like their drawings or whatever and uh they were actually kind of cool um and then I I tell them like, you know, get into the space and start interacting with people, make connections before you actually like try to get money from it, you know. And um, then my other teacher made me do a presentation in front of the class, and with like my website on the screen, going through my artwork and everything. <laughs> and um, that I told him not to say like how much I make, cause he he follows me on Instagram and knows you know everything. Um, 
and I told him not to like to say anything about the money, but just say it's like, you know, I've made some money off of it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, like a career kind of thing you can do. And uh, that really worked because a lot of people in that class, it was an architecture class, architecture and interior design class. And uh, a few of the kids actually like um, messaged me on um, on Instagram and uh, were asking about it and everything. And I sent them a few articles of like, you know, what you should read about the space and then um, sent them some uh, them some Twitter accounts to follow. And then, um, you know, just like look at the look at the community and like. I sent them my my Twitter page, and no one really uses Twitter much at my age, I guess, um, and, unless you're in the space already kind of thing, mm-hmm. or you do sports and stuff. So I have a lot of my, my sports friends uh, following me on Twitter because they have to have their, like, college, like, things in their bio and everything on Twitter because that's where, like, most of the sports page or, like, the college sport, I don't know, they're all on, on Twitter. And so they all follow me, and they, like, check up on, like, who I'm – like who I'm retweeting, who I'm sharing, what I'm sharing kind of thing uh, to get in the space, you know? And um, I've gotten, I think one of my friends is on OpenSea and he did a little, I think he sold his piece for like 0.2, 0.25 or something like that. That's awesome. A good start. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, I think it's cool that you're able, like when you're able to do a presentation or, you know, you're it's it's also it's so funny because you're like uh you're teaching your teachers in a lot of ways when you're talking about these things right like they're yeah. they're just as curious they may be wanting to get on open c2 they're like how what is like especially i'm assuming that you're in art classes so i'm sure that they're super interested when they hear these things um because it is exciting and it is different and it's it's something that you know even adults they don't understand and so they have to if the, the curiosity is what's the most important thing. If you're just focused on the money, you're not going to be able to make it. But if you're just curious and you want to learn and that you're constantly asking questions, that's when you're going to be able to be uh, successful because you're constantly wanting just to, to, you know, explore and understand more. And so it's cool that you've had that opportunity in school to kind of help educate uh, other people. We were talking a little bit about, you know, you have made a lot of money in the space. I'm curious, um, you know, I've heard some people, they talk about paying off uh, homes and stuff like this. Have you, have you, do you guys cash out much? Have you, have you ever been able to use it for kind of like life expenses or have you just kind of kept everything in the Ethereum or in the ecosystem? system or what have you uh been able to do with some of the money that you've earned uh in order to like make life easier or just to be able to grow in this ecosystem um so i think um when i got into super rare i think i pulled a little bit out and um that was to you know pay off a few things and then when i actually started selling like quite a bit like uh, like when 888 cleared my whole whole super rare um, I pulled out some money um, to buy a new PC uh, because my PC wasn't like the greatest, I guess. Um, it, I only had like, you know, some things. Now I have two thirty nineties and like 256 gigabytes of RAM and now I'm actually just chilling and now I can, I can pump out artwork really fast now instead of having to wait like three days for render time sometimes. Uh, so that was awesome. Um, I paid off a few card, uh, credit cards Um uh, and then I, I'm going to pay off the house soon too. Uh, I've kept, I've bought a ton of NFTs from friends and other people that I've thought, um, have been, you know, worth getting into. And I also just love the artwork. 
and then I've also um, expanded into Bitcoin and some other uh, cryptocurrencies. And then I've kept all my rare because that's, you know, that's rare. <laughs> rare is rare. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love it. You know, and it's cool that rare gave back to the community. I mean, you had to, especially with your sales, you had to have gotten a huge airdrop, which is just so cool. I was talking to Jasty after the rare, the airdrop, and uh, it's just so cool that, you know, they gave to the collectors, they gave to the artists, and it's just a cool opportunity to see how, you know, the, the, this community in Web3, it's all about the the people. It's all about the community. That's who your investors are, is the people. There's no middleman. And so it's so cool to see that you've been able to um, not only do a lot of things to help you and your family, but you've, like you said, you've reinvested. But then all, what I love the most is hearing that you, your curiosity just to learn about other cryptocurrencies and actually getting into other ecosystems, because that's huge. I mean, I think a lot of people don't do that. And for you to see back and be like, oh, I want to learn about, you know, obviously NFTs are great, but I want to learn about what, you know, what is this? What are, what is cryptocurrency? Why is this taking off? Because um, something that a lot of new people new to the NFT space, they just get in this year or the last few years forget is that the, a lot of the money that's in this ecosystem are because of the believers of cryptocurrency, the people that started in cryptocurrency when, you know, Ethereum was $5 or $10 or Bitcoin was $100. Those are the people that have all the money that are putting the money back in to these artists. So it just makes me excited to hear that you're curious about what the blockchain is all about. What are some of the things that you've learned that you're most excited about or that you think are cool about the blockchain? Um... I'm excited about the new, like, things that can happen. Like, there's so many things you can do with the blockchain. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't really know. That's a hard question. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a, it, That's a loaded question because it is. It's so... Uh, the blockchain is just one of those things where you're just, like, you constantly have to learn. You could read, like, ever since I've gotten the space in late 2017, I was reading oh, yeah, things yeah. all the time. You know, you just constantly have to learn. Yeah. There's never a point where you know everything because as soon as you know, you understand something, then there's a new technology or like then NFTs are, you know, become big and you're like, wait, what's NFTs? And before NFTs is like DeFi. And you're like, oh, what's DeFi? It's like you're just constantly having to learn about what everything is. And now you have, you know, uh, with like Farouk, they're creating with Web3 and with smart contracts ways to get paid for just like listening and being an active participant in learning. And and I can't wait to see what that's about. You know, that's just like the constant process of innovating is just so exciting. And I can't wait to see where we're at in a few years because I, I, I mean, it's got to be crazy to you to think about. It's only been a little over a year that you've been in this space and to see what you what you have gone through in just one year, let alone what 2022 has in store. Yeah, Um pretty crazy and you, you said Farouk mm -hmm. they're doing what for with rug radio have you heard about oh, what they're doing with rug radio yeah, I, I, a little bit I haven't like Check that out. Yeah, like, just yeah. So you look into it. They're basically they have like a. I know Richard from Manifold is a big part of what they're building, and which I didn't realize. But he's um, they're essentially building a contract where if you are listening to different people that are helping um, basically lead spaces about Web3, then you can stake, you know, this 
this coin that shows that you're a listener and, you know, earn a token and basically where you're going to be able to learn uh, and be in spaces, but you're like earning tokens while you're listening. I think that's the goal. Uh, and it's just, crazy. it's insane, right? Like you're getting paid to learn, which I, I've talked about on this show, which I see as a future for even how it disrupts education. Because when you can be remote learning, like as a student, if you had an option to learn things online and you got paid every time you passed a quiz or a test and, you know, you got a cryptocurrency that actually was worth money, like as a kid, you're going to want to do those things, right? You're not going to, you're going to be like, oh, oh yeah. I don't get paid to be in school, but I can get paid to, you know, be on this website and learn all the same things. Like, obviously, I'd rather do this. Yeah. And it's a and so when kids go to their parents they're like, "Hey, why why can't I just stay at home and learn this way and get paid?" You know, it's a hard argument when like parents realize like you said they're like, "Wow, you you made this much money doing what?" And you, then you have to like explain, but I feel like this is one of those moments where the younger generations are going to have to start educating especially when you come to like think about the youth because we already see teenagers like yourself that are in the space and they're they're having to help educate, you know, the parents and the teachers that are around you so that they can get into the space. But it's just one extra layer of learning. Like you're helping layer and onboard so many people um, that otherwise would never have known about the space. Yeah. So it's awesome to hear your story, man. It's been an honor to have you up. We're going to move on in just a second to Community Corner. If you have a question, I would love to bring up a few people. There's a couple people in here from the Discord, the Crazy Carl Discord. Love for you to come up, ask him, a, ask Justin a question um, about his journey. But we're going to move on to Community Corner here in a minute if we have some uh, a few people that want to come up. But while we're waiting for some requests, I'll ask uh, one last question, too, to you, Justin. What are you, um, when you look into next year, do you have any, you know, it's, we're coming into the holidays, happy holidays, by the way, but we're, we're going into the next year, and do you have any, like, big New Year's resolutions when it comes to this space, um, any big goals for yourself for the next year? Um, my goal next year is to definitely, um, get into like an actual like giant like gallery in like Milan or like you know out of the country um I think that would be super sick because I've never left the U.S. and I just really want to go I, I saw the there was one in Milan I think that uh Dangui's uh and Too Much Lag and a bunch of other people went to um I, I, that would be sick um and then there's uh one in Can in Montreal I think the OX Society one I really want to be in that one too that's awesome. I, I'm rooting for you, man. I know that if you put your mind to it, you're going to make it happen. Uh, it's all, like you said, it's all about connections and you've already started making them. All right, we've got a request to come up, so we're going to go ahead and move into Community Corner. Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. Oh, all right. Ben, uh, it's an honor to have you up here on stage with us. I saw you request you have a question for Justin. Thanks for being up here with us. Oh, thanks, man. Um, um, I have been listening for a while. Uh, first of all, I'm actually very nervous because it's the first time that I'm asking a question on, on the space. Well, but I'm so glad said- that you came up. I think one thing, <laughs> it's you've always got to get on stage for your first time. So I'm glad this is your moment, man. And uh, yeah. it's not a super big room right now either. So it's just, uh, it's awesome to have you have that confidence come up here. We're glad to have you up here. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, like, you guys, it seems like we got split up bird because, I don't know, I seem to get a lot of answers from you guys. Like, everything I um, I have been asking myself about the space, uh, like, you just said a lot of things that are very true to me right now. Well, that's awesome. What are, is there anything specific? Yeah, I, I actually have a question. Like, uh, I have been on space a, a little bit of a while since like March because of a friend from uh, Instagram got me in. And I have been working like for different uh, companies for like, uh, do you know the DC Dragons project? Like I have been doing some sprites for them. And I have been starting to grow like in relationships. And I don't know, it's, it's been like kind of uh, weird like now interacting with a lot of people. I have more friends IRL than on the space. and. And now I'm just like wondering myself, like, uh, how can I connect more with people? Like, I'm, I'm liking this stuff. I'm liking to find new friends. I'm liking to make new connections. And I don't know, I really want to connect with more people. And if Justin could give me some advice on that, it will be great. I cannot actually hear him right now. <laughs> oh, you uh, haven't tried? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. He, he asked. Connecting he, on my, my end. Uh, he asked uh, what if you could give any advice on, um, you know, where the best places to make those connections are. He's in the space, but he's wanting to get connected with people, but he's not sure where to go. Um, Discord is a big one. Uh, yeah. People have calls on there all the time. Just join and say hi, you know, introduce yourself kind of thing. Um, like, uh, and then there's Twitter. Um, just like when I like any tweet or something that like, you know, there's something and you want to say something just like reply and you know um you know then when they reply then you can like reply back and be like hey i'm actually like really I'm, you know just that's that's what i did to, uh for multiple people um i just reply to their tweets like congrats on something or you know i'm interested can i can I ask you a few questions in the DM, and dms and then you know they dm me and then we have a whole talk you know that's just a, a couple ways yeah, I, I actually DM uh, a few artists, like uh, some of them never get got back, but I, I understand as, as well that they have a lot of work. So uh, I've been trying like to know like how to connect more with people. I, I am really introvert and I'm kind of like going to therapy and changing a lot of things. So I'm kind of like interested in the space, but also like meeting new people, having new friends and making long lasting relationships with people. Yeah, Ben, one thing that I'll say is I'll uh, I'll just piggyback off of Justin a little bit, um, and then I'm going to send you an invite uh, to, to my Discord as well, just because there's a really amazing community there that I, I know would love to have you and be able to ask questions. Um, but one thing that I think is important is like realizing that it is like the space has a lot of noise. There's so many people that are coming in, so it is harder um, you to really find a a strong community to be a part of as we continue to grow. Um, but one thing that you can do is like find some micro communities, find some little communities that are out there, whether it's an avatar project that you go to the discord and you kind of like the, the conversation. Um, there's a lot of people, you know, there's, hundreds of discords out there because there's so many projects but trying to find a few you know go in one spend a day if you don't like it leave you know and and just kind of find the ones where you can find people that you enjoy being around that you're like feel like you're learning uh and i think that's a big start and then also when you're going into these spaces never being afraid to go up on stage i've got some people like 
Nifty Niles in the audience right now. That's a huge uh, friend now that he just, he's been, he came up on stages with me and we've become really close and just not be afraid. If you have a show you really like to always be one of those people that request to go up that ask questions and that's, you know, just trying to learn because it really, uh, it really means a lot, not only to, to the people that are on stage already, but it also is going to help and help you build the confidence um, to realize that you are actually wanted and welcomed. Um, one of the hardest things is for people to actually get up on stage, and you've already done that today. So um, I think you're already one step closer. It's, it's just a matter of continuing to do that and never being afraid. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much, Carl. Thank you so much, Justin. And uh, I think there's other people that want to talk, and I'm just going to leave the, the stage for them. So I just want to say um, this is a great space, and actually this is my favorite space for listening. So I learned a lot from you, Carl, and I just want to thank you. Thank you so much, Ben. I'll DM you too with an invite to the Discord so you can hop in there after. Wanted to welcome Bennett up on stage. Bennett is actually a, a PE teacher, which is awesome. He's been learning, and so I'm sure having him hear about uh, just about another student that's getting excited and doing well in the space has him jazz. What's going on, Bennett? Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, congratulations, Ben. Awesome job, man. Uh, Justin, I just wanted to first brag on you, man. Thanks. You're so humble. You're so humble and well-rounded. Sounds like you're a great kid. And uh, I love to hear the stories about you and your parents because being a parent, you know, it's just it's great to see your kids do good. I don't know if he can hear me or not. Yeah, Twitter does not want me to hear him. <laughs> oh my goodness, Justin's having trouble hearing people today. He was just saying how amazing it is to and ha- him being a parent, how excited it makes him to hear kind of your journey and seeing how humble you are. Oh, okay. And then, Thank and you. then, uh, yes. And then, my question was: just uh, uh, I, I know a lot of the questions are about NFTs and his art and creating, but it sounds like he's got a passion for soccer. So, who's his soccer team, and what position does he play? Oh, did you hear that question, Justin? No, my internet's like everyone's on connecting. <laughs> it's all right. I'll ask. I'm gonna be. I'm like your translator up here. If you, yeah. for some reason, I'm the only person you can hear, which is kind of funny. But um, he said he he said he wanted to ask a question not just about NFTs because he's excited about some of the other interests you have. What are uh, what's some of the uh, what's soccer position do you play? And what was your other question? What's your favorite soccer team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's a hard one. Uh, I play forward, left wing, right wing, kind of just like the three uh, across the top, because um, uh, I'm a goal scorer, and you know, uh, and I, I, I'm gonna have to go. <sighs> That's a hard one because I, it it depends on the day, you know. Um, <laughs> my favorite team changes a lot. Um, I'm gonna have to say Man City right now. Man City. What do you, right. what do you hey, think, I, Bennett? I don't, want to, I don't want to hog the time. Man City, no, it's, it's got to be Manchester United, but that's okay. <laughs> he, said, he said Manchester United, Justin. He said... I, I'm, hey, some days I'm Man City, some days I'm Man United. It's just it's just a <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> Thanks, Bennett, for coming up. I think right. this has been its first time up on stage two uh, in one of my shows, so it's really good to have you up here, man. Thanks for coming up. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Carl. All right, brother. Uh, Nifty Niles, our, uh, Nifty Niles, we were just talking about you. So good to have you up here. We'll see if Justin can hear you, but if not, I'll translate the question over. Always, always, always good to be here. Uh, thanks, Carl. GM, GM, uh, GM, Justin. 
Yep, he's oh, definitely translate. he's definitely not uh, hearing you. He said GM. <laughs> this, is, this is actually hilarious. I've never had this happen. One person rugged and everyone else can still hear fine. What's going on, Nifty Niles? This is definitely a very unique rug, Carl. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't happen to anybody else but you. That's, uh, that's definitely good. Yeah, right. Um, well, hey, hey, thanks for thanks for one, um, just yeah, introducing me to to, to Justin's work. Um, it's it's somebody new for for me to follow, and and I, the, the art the art is just just beautiful. Um, and 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 I was really really impressed. And then once I found out that uh, he was only seventeen, I was I was even more impressed. Um, but I, I always look up, like especially when it's somebody new, I always kind of kind of you know, look, look a little bit at, Hey, what are, what are they about? What's, what's their art about? What is their like engagement style, like their communication style. And one of the things that I just really, that really stood out to me as I was looking through Justin's Twitter feed was that he talks about or supports other people probably 10 times as much as he, he, he promotes himself, which which is really cool. And I, and I think it's just like really unique for somebody, especially like at, at that age to, to acknowledge like, Hey, there's a lot of like supporting other people and other artists that, that, that I can do. And, and even if it's just retweeting somebody else's tweet. And, and I noticed that, um, you know, that Josh Pierce is somebody that's, uh, that, that Justin supports. And, and I've been following Josh Pierce for like a year and, and I can see some of the similarities in the, in the art. And I'm just, I'm always so curious how, how that how that happens where like somebody that's 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 young but as talented as Justin is like gets to the point where they like they acknowledge like hey like I have a community to support here beyond just myself and and it'll probably return even more than you know return even more than than promoting myself mm-hmm. and I see so many artists and especially so many young artists that uh, that 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 are just like. That, that just like talk about themselves, like, Hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, go look at my stuff. It's the best. And, and then the response is, well, nobody's buying my stuff and nobody cares about my stuff and nobody's looking at my stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious how, how Justin got there and, and, and how he maybe helped others that, 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 that could use the same, the same guidance. Yeah. That's an excellent question, Justin. I I'll, uh, I'll repeat that if you didn't hear it. I'm gonna have to go back to the podcast and listen. <laughs> He's gonna go. Yeah, you're gonna that go listen. Long, that was a long time. Yeah, you're gonna go listen to the podcast after this, so you can hear everything he said. But I'll just kind of, kind of concisely put it. He was. Okay. Uh, he he just was. Um, this is first time getting to see your work, and so he's excited to now follow you and be able to see some of your other work. And he was going through your Twitter and seeing that you um, are constantly t- t- like ten times more than you talk about yourself. You're talking about other people that you're excited about and just the humility of you know not wanting to just constantly make it about yourself not not uh, tweet that you know this is my stuff and then when things don't sell tweet that you're upset about it that's something that we've noticed a lot of younger people in the space struggle with and he was just curious um, how uh, where that came from for you and how did you kind of um, how did you kind of embody this humility that's so important um, just in life but also uh, enabled to be more successful in this space um I think I just, I learned from my parents kind of, they never like, um, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know. They just, I've been, always been like, just not, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out kind of thing. Um, you know, like that, um, I've had a few collectors just like message me interested and then they just dip 
uh, once I replied. And, uh, you know, I, I was a little upset, but I won't like go out and publicly like, oh man, you know, kind of thing. Um, I always just like keep it to myself kind of thing. Um, cause I know there's more to, there's more in the space than just like a sale kind of thing. So, yeah. Thanks Niles for coming up. Yeah, but I, I noticed Justin's in Seattle, and um, yeah, just, just when you listen to the, listen to this later on the podcast, um, if you haven't connected with Jennifer Wong and Peter Hamilton, I would love to see your work in the new Seattle NFT museum that they're that they're creating, and have your work right up there next to uh, next to Tyler Hobbs and, and Snow Pro. Hell yeah! Have you? There's a the NFT museum coming to Seattle. He saw that you're from Seattle. You uh, have you been in touch with anyone to get in? To what? <laughs> There's an NFT museum in, going into Seattle. which oh, it, I didn't know that. That's sick. <laughs> okay, so we're going to, Nifty Niles, we'll have to make sure that, we'll have to get him in touch. We're going to make sure that the people that are uh, up to that know about Justin because that's important. Um, I think it would be cool to see his work, and it, it would be right um, in your backyard, too. You could go, to, you well, know, you could go to it. Go ahead. I'm not from Seattle, but like that's kind of like the general area. No one knows really knows right where, where, where I live, so I just say Seattle because everyone knows where that is. Yeah, you're in like the suburbs out somewhere that's a little farther out. I'm about an good. We all are. And then three hours of traffic down south. <laughs> yeah, who can really afford to live in Seattle? Well, ma- maybe now with NFTs, uh, some people, but definitely not before. <laughs> Justin, this has been amazing having you on the show. I appreciate you taking time. You got the rarest rug where you uh, literally could hear no one else but me. Uh, so I'm really <laughs> sorry that you had to hear my voice uh, double uh, for everyone and you. So thank you, though, for being on the show. It was such an honor. And to see you um, at 17 doing some incredible things, you're definitely going to continue to be someone that um, Gen Z uh, coming into the space can look up to. So keep that humility and keep on grinding because um, the sky's the limit for you. And I can't wait to see where you're at a year from now. Yeah, me too, man. Thank you. All right, guys. If And uh, if you, Justin, I know that you're in the Discord, but the Crazy Carl Collective Discord, I just changed your name too. You officially have the role of being a guest on the show, which I'm excited about. So whenever you hey. have a chance, hop in there and we're going to make sure uh, that Ben gets in there too. Uh, but it's going to be, it's just going to be an amazing new year and I can't wait for everyone to continue to learn. Um, we're getting close to the holidays and so also happy holidays to everyone. Justin, this has been fun. We'll see you next time, man. All right, thank you. And happy holidays. This has everybody. been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody, really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse. <laughs>